The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Ross, we're brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of $40 or more. All right, Terrell, let's keep the ball rolling here, my man. Uh, three more games on the NBA schedule. We have the next game. This is going to be a big game here tonight. It's going to be a good division uh-huh. game here. Uh, we got the Atlanta Hawks uh, in South Beach here tonight to take on the Miami Heat. Uh, this line opened up in favor of the Miami Heat at minus three. That number has pretty much stayed the course at minus three. Total opened up at 227. That number's been bet up to around 229. Do see some 229 uh, 229 and a halves out there as well. Taking a look at the injury report uh, for the Atlanta Hawks here. Uh, pretty clean injury report. Everybody is healthy. For the Miami Heat, Kyle Lowry continues to be out. Kevin Love is probable here tonight. Omar Yurtseven is probable tonight as well. Um, and everybody else's go. Jimmy Butler, uh, Tyler Hero, all those guys are going to be Bam Adebayo. All are playing here tonight. Uh, these two teams just did match up. I believe it was on Saturday where the Heat did get the victory in Miami. I believe it was. Uh, it was a one hundred nine, sorry, one seventeen, one hundred nine victory for the Miami Heat. But Terrell, in this game, man, the 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 guards really did struggle for the Atlanta Hawks. I think that was really uh-huh. the difference in this game. Uh, Trey Young. Finish that game up shooting two of 13. DeJounte Murray, three of 14. Those two guys combined go for five of 27 from the floor. O of 10 from three-point land and combined for only 18 points in that game. And also, uh, John Collins struggled in this game as well. I think he was in a lot of foul trouble in this game, but he finished uh-huh. up the game only playing 16 minutes. He only had three points and one rebound. Really, it was the... Uh, bench that kind of kept them in the game, but ultimately it was that second quarter that was a difference in this game for Miami, where they outscored the Hawks 37-23. But Atlanta, hopefully a better getting a better effort here tonight from their starting guards here. Minus three right now is the line for this game. What are you thinking? Oh, I hate when I have to choose between two evils of the Hawks on the road or laying the points with the Heat at home. Um, I feel like that this should be against the law. I should never have to make this decision. These two teams should never be put in a situation where I have to make this decision. I'm going to just go with the back-to-back game set and just say that I'll take the team that lost the, lost the last one. Don't like it. Not going to lie. Don't like it at all. But uh, I'll take Atlanta plus three. And it's really, I mean, it's really not a handicap for this one. I mean, I just, I don't feel comfortable laying points with the Heat. It's not too many times that you could sit here and say that you you take the Heat laying points at home and they're able to go out there and get a, and get a win for you or cover the number. And sometimes we've seen this Heat team lay three points at home and, and go out there and win by one. Like, yeah. That is just a that is just a trend that I just will not buck. And there's not too many times that you'll see me laying points with the Heat at home. But 
this Atlanta team, they got something to play for. Uh, they're starting to figure things out. Quinn Snyder in here as head coach. We'll see what Trey Young looks like in this game. It seems that he's kind of been up and down. We're seeing I, – I don't trust his shooting with that shoulder. It's uh, Clearly something is wrong with him, but he's going out there and trying to hoop. Yeah. And then you have DeJounte Murray, who every other game, it feels like he wants to go drop a 30-piece randomly. Like, just randomly just drop a 30-piece out of nowhere. And so uh, I, I like the length for in this game – Hopefully they don't sh- – because everybody, you look at the starting lineup outside of Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Clint Capella. That's a lot of long arms. That's a lot of uh, reaching into the passing lanes and just understanding what the fuck is going on with Miami. Like what is really going on with Miami? Like is Miami a team that you can sit here and you can trust night in, night out? They got a win last game. Do you trust them to get another win tonight? Like I just don't know what to make of this Miami team, and I think Scott was talking about it hey, maybe we should start looking at Hawks' futures to win this division because Miami just keeps finding ways to blow it. Oh, my bad. Did you hear me? No, I didn't. No, I, I was just clearing my throat, but you're good. Yeah, I, oh. I, I was I was looking this morning at the division. I was, let me pull that up while you finish your handicap. No, it's. I mean, that's really it. I don't like laying points, and I don't like taking the Hawks on the road, but unfortunately you guys are making me pick one, so I'll choose the lesser evil, and I'll – Take the team that's catching points. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I'm going to go with Atlanta here tonight. I, I think they get the job done. I think they get the victory here tonight. Right now, Atlanta is plus 360 to win that Southeast division. They're only a half a game back. One yeah, and a half and, game back. And if yeah, they so win this game, that makes them a half game. game back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I think they know that this is a big game if they obviously want to win this division. Uh, they're still in the playoff race here. Um, Miami sitting at number seven, Atlanta is at eight. And, you know, like Terrell just mentioned, they're one and a half games out of that division, uh, lead, uh, for the, for the Southeast division. Also, I want to mention this as well. Joe Osborne, a Vegas insider dropping a great nugget for this game. Um, so the Miami heat have played a span of 24 games where they haven't covered the spread in consecutive games. They're Owen seven against the spread after a cover during that stretch. So, what that pretty much says is that they're not covering uh, two games in a row. Yeah, I mean, I, I would just sit here and tell you that if the Heat covered their last game as a favorite, they're probably not going to cover their next game as a favorite. There's just, you yeah. know, the numbers and being under 50% prove that there's too many times where they just don't cover multiple games as a favorite. So I don't know, man. I'm not trusting this Heat team. I just think that there's something wrong with this team. I, I can't even blame it on injuries because they've got it done with injuries before. It's just yeah. something is just not right with this team right now. And they're on a baseball schedule. They have a two-game set against the Hawks right now. Next two games, another two-game set against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So they're just playing baseball right now. They're not even playing basketball. I'm good on heat. Yeah, I'll take Atlanta here tonight. I think this is probably my dog of the day, possibly. But, I mean, Terrell laid out the numbers of how bad this Miami team is at home. And, again, that kind of back-to-back miniseries where usually the one, the team that wins – First game, we'll see that second team, you know, win the second game. But uh-huh. um, and again, like I mentioned, the numbers between Trey Young and Jante Murray in that first game on Saturday, where they just weren't very good. I expect them to definitely play better here tonight. And and like Terrell also mentioned, at least Dejounte Murray. I don't know about yeah, Trae Young, but at least yeah. at least expect Dejounte Murray. I'm I, at least you, one guy to show up. 
it, it, I'm telling you, it's like every two to three weeks or so that I'll just be sitting here minding my own motherfucking business. And then a notification comes across that DeJounte Murray had 30, 40 points. And I'm like, oh my God, bro. (laughs) It's like, why was I not on this? And it just happens. It's like a two, three week span. He just comes out here and he just randomly drops like 40. Yeah. Um, All right, let's get over to the total, 229 and a half currently. What do you think? Uh... I'm going to roll with the over. Last game went under. I expect to see a little bit more adjustments. Like you said, I think that offensively the Hawks are going to be a lot better than what they were in that previous game in terms of scoring the basketball and, you know, just not being, not succumbing to this Miami Heat defense. They shot, what is it, 46.8%. They were nine for 30 from three. That's 30%. Like, that's even bad by their standards. So I expect them to be able to make a a couple of more of those shots and uh, send this one a little bit over. It went under, but not by much. I think it actually went under by the hook last time. Yeah, total came in at 226, and the total was at 226.5. So I like our chances for an over. Yep. Um, I was looking at these trends here right now for the Atlanta Hawks on the road, 12, sorry, 20 and 13 to the over. Uh, Miami has been a team that, uh, not too much, uh, to the under 15 and 17 overall towards the, sorry, 17 and 15 towards the under overall. They are 14 and 15 towards the over as a home favorite. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, I'll lean with the over. Don't love it, but I think my more favorite play in this game is the Hawks for sure. Player props in this game, Terrell, what are you thinking? Uh, I think I want to go back to DeAndre Hunter. Is his three still at one and a half? DeAndre Hunter's three is for tonight. I see that number one and a half at plus 105. Yeah, I think I want to go back to that. Last game, one one for four. And what we know was a terrible offensive game for the Hawks. He was one for four last game. But you look at the couple of games before that, he hit this number in three of the last four, two for four versus the Portland, two for five versus uh, Washington, two for two versus Brooklyn. He's starting to put up the attempts. And Miami, as we know, Miami, Miami's going to let you put up attempts. They've been kind of questionable guarding the three all year. And DeAndre Hunter has a size advantage. Like he has a size advantage over a lot of the people that are going to be guarding him in this game. So I think that, DeAndre Hunter getting open from the corner and hitting a couple of knockdown threes at plus money. I like taking my chances on that and for him to get back on the side and hit another two this game. So that's one of the uh, my off the wall prop. Well, I wouldn't say off the wall, but one of my props that I was looking at DeAndre Hunter over one and a half threes. Yeah, uh, can't talk you off of that one for sure. Um, he's been one of the more consistent guys for the uh, Atlanta Hawks as well. He's, you know, both on the defensive offensive side, but um Clint Capella was looking for his rebounds here tonight. The last game. The only problem with Capella is that he's the his minutes are only around 25 per game. He did have 13 yeah. rebounds on the matchup on Saturday. Um, but yeah, nothing else really kind of stood out to me as far as player props. I'm not sure we're gonna get from both DeJounte or and or um Trey Young here tonight. Um I know somebody in the comments mentioned the I'm with Fate and I'm with Fate and Trey Young. Young. Yeah, somebody yeah. said Fate, Fate Trey Young. I'm with Fate and Trey Young. Uh, 
he struggles and he struggles in these sets and they know that Trey Young is their guy. Like they know Trey Young is their guy and that's the um scoring he had what was it eight that last game, 24 mm-hmm. in the game before that. He had a 22 in the game before that against Miami in three games, Miami. So it's plus that 8, 24, 22. His line's at 23 and a half, yeah. minus 108. He hasn't shot the ball in any of those games. Yeah, at all. And he, he's shooting 42% on the year. Like, yeah. I know I come up here and I clown Russell Westbrook for his shooting percentages and how bad they are. Trey Young, I'm sorry. You can't be a top player in the league and shooting 42% on the season. Like, you can't. You cannot have to be more efficient and i'm not picking this game against i mean they could switch a bunch of guys gay vincent max strews they're both decent defenders don't let them get hot and jimmy butler take the matchup then he's really gonna have a hand in his face all the time like i'm i'm really good on trey young today yo yeah uh nick pointing out uh can't trust the heat team but i do he does like trey young six assists and clint capella rebounds in this game um and then lg asking jimmy butler over five and a half for rebounds in this game uh, you have any thoughts on that one terrell uh, i don't know because i think he's he's gonna be battling with clint capella john collins okongwu like there's a lot of it's a lot of guys to be fighting for rebounds with down there uh he could get it but it's not nothing i'm handicapping yeah, he's kind of been inconsistent as far as um, reboundings. But if you want to pivot for a player prop on Jimmy Butler, let me see what his steals are at tonight. That's what I was about to say. His steals feels like the play. He has two. He had two steals in that last game. Uh, going down the list and looking at the games before that, he had another two in a previous game before that. What was that last? And he didn't even play that other game against them. So yeah, I mean, two last, games this season, he has two steals. Yeah, last seven career games against the Hawks, six out of the seven, he's had uh, at least two steals. Um, that number right now is at uh, sorry one and a half uh, at minus one thirty five. So yeah, if you that's want to Jimmy Butler, yeah, that's a pretty good price. And then uh, for um, Jimmy Butler, what else? No, nah, that's it. That's it. I'm also gonna. I was gonna get cute and do steals and blocks, but. No, we'll just we'll just take the minus one thirty-five and have a good day. All right. Let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the Toronto Raptors in the Mile High City to take on the Denver Nuggets in this game. Uh looking at the opening line for this game, the Denver Nuggets opened up as a seven point favor. That number's now been bet down to minus six and a half. Uh, total up and up at 227 and a half. The number's been bet up to around 229, 229 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams for the Toronto Raptors, um, pretty clean injury report as far as their main guys. Um, yeah, nobody really of significance on there for the Denver Nuggets. Thomas Bryant is probable here tonight, and. Zeke Naji is out for the Denver Nuggets, but that is pretty much it. So pretty healthy squads here uh, between the Raptors and the Denver Nuggets. Terrell, let's start with the side here, my man. Minus six and a half in favor of the Denver Nuggets. What are you thinking? I mean, I had this one circled. I'm not going to lie. I did because Toronto has played this team tough all year long. They, uh, what was it 
earlier, what was it, earlier this season? That they when did they just play them and got a win in Denver? Was that that was earlier? When was that? That was Toronto, last year. You're talking about yeah, that was last year. Yeah, so last year, yeah, that was what it was last year. So last year, you have a one point loss against Denver in Toronto. You have a win outright in Denver. And now you have Jacopoto. And you have somebody that can actually rebound the ball and contest Jokic for rebounds. Like, that was really the big thing with what this matchup was, was that they really didn't have anybody that, well, you're not going to stop Jokic offensively. I just don't think that they have the personnel to stop him offensively. But rebounding the basketball and not letting yourself get killed on the boards by Jokic, by Aaron Gordon, now you're throwing Jacopoto into that handicap. And I think that that's worth a point or two. Like, I really do. I think that Yakupoto could come in here and have a very, very good day on the boards and just being able to make it a slightly harder for Jokic to just go out there and get these easy rebounds, maybe give them a second-chance point here or there. Uh, I think that this is a... I think this is a fun matchup, and I think Toronto just kind of has their number. I'm I'm going Toronto, and I'm I'm going to take the six and a half. Toronto has won one, two, three, four, five. They've won three of the last five games, but if you kind of just look at some of the game logs here, um, and the losses, I know they had a 10-point loss in there, but yeah. um, another loss, they, they only lost by one in Toronto. Um, beyond 2020, I think, obviously, there's a roster change for the Denver Nuggets, but yeah, you're right, man. They they they, they play each other pretty close. Um, uh Denver has made me money this season. I'm not going to lie, but um, this just does feel like a little bit of a stretch at seven. Was it six and a half? I mentioned for the spread. It, let me see. Uh, I, I'm looking at one more thing, but it's just more of, I'm just thinking about when you think about guarding inside the perimeter, not inside the perimeter, but inside the paint and how these two teams go to work inside the paint. You're, I mean, who are you really afraid of, of rim protection for, the Denver Nuggets. And so if you don't have that rim protection, Pascal Siakam, he can get going for Van Fleet. He can get going. Scotty Barnes. Don't let Scotty Barnes have a good day. That's just adding to just the level of scoring in this game. I think that we could get a high scoring game in this one. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I think Toronto keeps this close. They've been playing this team tough for the past couple of years. No matter what the situation was, we saw how Toronto was looking last year, and they were able to still keep this game competitive. Uh, where is – this is what I was looking for. Opponents points in the paint for the Denver Nuggets. They are towards the bottom of the league, 24th in the NBA, 56 points in the paint per game in the last five games. Yeah, I'm taking Toronto, and I'm sprinkling on the money line. I think this is a high-scoring affair, and this is going to be a fun game. Yeah, uh, Denver at home this season. Um, th- I mean, they've they've been really good, right? Twenty two ten and one against the spread. They're twenty ten and one as a home favorite. Toronto on the road has been uh, respectable. Um, Eleven and nine as a road underdog are the Toronto Raptors, but when they're favored on the road, it's not very good for them. They're ten and uh, sorry, two and ten against spread, but obviously being an underdog here uh, in Denver. I'll, I'll lean with Toronto. I don't love it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I would go Toronto. But um, let's move over to the total here, Terrell. Currently sitting at 229. I've seen money come in on the over. Mm. Has moved about 
about one and a half, two points here on the total. But what do you got for the total here? I am. I'm going over. Okay. I'm, I'm taking over in this game. You sit here. We have another uh, non-conference over spot, but this one, all non-conference overs aren't the same. So we were talking about uh, Portland and Detroit earlier, and Detroit thirteen and thirteen. Portland was nine and fifteen. Now you look at this spot, and you have two teams that are top five in terms of their record towards the non-conference over system. Denver 13 and 7, 65%. Toronto 15 and 9, 62.5%. These two teams, when they see teams in opposite conference, they are absolutely going to carve each other up. And I don't think either of these teams have the personnel necessary to stop the other. I think this is a huge high scoring affair. So, yeah, I'm all over the over in this game. Raptors non conference games on the road this season 8 3 and 1 towards the over. Uh, the Denver Nuggets non-conference games at home this season. I think I saw it was six F and three one. Yeah, six three and one. So both uh, teams, like Terrell mentioned, their uh, non-conference games. And you're still getting it under two thirty. Like I like yeah. your chances. You're still getting the number yeah. under two thirty. Yeah, uh, six three and one towards the over in non-conference games at home for the uh, Denver Nuggets, averaging around two hundred and thirty-five point two points per game. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you on the over in this game as well. I think this will will definitely be a a a good offensive game. I think I know these teams mm-hmm. don't really play with a lot of pace, but um, I think I just think that the half court sets that yeah. they do have are going to be yeah. very efficient. Like yeah. they're going to be. If I sat here and we went out of this game and both teams were near 50% from the field, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think they're going to be very efficient in the looks that they do get. Yep. Uh, player props in this game. Um, Let's go back. Like I, I told you earlier, Jacopoto, I think Jacopoto can, he's going to have to have a really good day on the boards if they're going to keep this close. Like yep. he's going to have to. And so I like him to have a very, very good rebounding day. Uh, who else do we have out here? Do we do, does Scotty Barnes have a good day today? Um I think Siakam could probably have a good day. I mean, it's a huge statement. I like but. I saw somebody say uh Siakam two threes. I think that that's especially if he's able to pull Aaron Gordon outside of the paint and um force him to guard on the perimeter where he's really not the most comfortable. I like that. Siakam last two games against Denver, 33 and 35. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's because who's who's stopping them? Like, who's stopping them on the inside? Uh, I mean, maybe Aaron Gordon in a matchup, but then I'd maybe pivot to, like, I think Fred Van Vliet threes are are probably an opportunity here tonight. He's hit. I can't can't bet Fred Van Vliet, man. (laughs) I, I can't. What is he shooting on the year? I'm curious on what he's shooting on the year. On the year, he's shooting thirty no thirty four percent from three point land, which is not very good. But he's he he definitely jacks him up. Terrell, I'll say that, I'll say that much. He definitely jacks him up. He's thirty nine point one percent on the season. I'm from not the floor. That's from the floor. Well, okay, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's worse than that's worse than Trey. That is worse than Trey. Like I just I can't I can't bet Fred Van Fleet because I don't know is this going to be Fred Van Fleet one for ten day or is this going to be Fred Van Fleet nine for ten day? Like I I just can't bet Fred Van Fleet. He's actually officially in my no bet list for me. I just can't. Let's see what his threes are at. Let me see. 
I'd rather take a chance on freaking Gary Trent. I would much rather take a, a chance look. on Gary Trent. Uh, that's all right. So let's see here. Threes for Van Vliet are two and a half minus one fifty five. Gary Trent's at minus, sorry, one and a half at minus one eighty. Maybe you could buy up Gary Trent to like two and a half and see if you get the plus odds on that. They don't have it out uh, yet, but unless you see it. No, no, I don't see his number. I'm just looking at his. Uh, oh, wait. I'm over here. Buckets. It's not buckets. It's nuggets. All right. Let's see here. What are you doing against them? Oh, you're not shooting that well against them, actually, in your recent games. Birdman yeah. V last two games against the Denver Nuggets, 5 of 9 from 3 and then 6 of 11 from 3. Just throwing it out there. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not doing it, but <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. And I yeah. do think that that is a good look. It's just, oh, my God. Like If he if I bet on him and he goes two for 14, I'm going ha- to be pissed off. Like, I'm really, really going to be pissed off. So I can't do it. Jokic triple-double tonight, I think, is a minus one. Yeah, minus 120 here tonight. What's the price for him not to get a triple-double? Even money. Or minus 110. It's going to be a lot of points, so I think the assists are going to be there. Yeah, I think maybe rebounds and assists might be a worth a look. But yeah, Jacoberto could challenge him. On, I don't. I don't think he challenges him enough where he doesn't get ten boards though. No, he'll get he, his ten. He rebounds. probably he probably gets this triple double. Like right? uh, twenty two and a half is rebounds and assists for him tonight for Jokic. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. No, I'm good. All right, last game of the night here. Let's get over to the New Orleans Pelicans in Sacramento here tonight to take on the Kings. Uh, looking at the opening line for this game, the Sacramento Kings opened up as a six-point home favor. That number's now been bet down to minus five. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these squads, for the Pelicans, Jose Alvarado, Larry Nance Jr., Josh Richardson are all out here tonight, as well as Zion, of course. Jonas Valanciunas is officially questionable here tonight. He's thinking with a left calf contusion. For the Sacramento Kings, uh, Darren Fox is questionable here tonight. He has left hamstring soreness. And Rashawn Holmes is um, questionable as well, non-COVID-related illness. Terrell, let's start with the side here. Minus, let's call it minus five in favor of the Kings hosting the Pelicans. Uh, like the beam. Like the beam for sure. Yeah, like the beam. I'm not, you know, I just got to the point where, granted, I got them in a really good spot against Portland. I did. Other than that. Why am I taking the Pelicans on the road? They can't but, score, man. Like, there's no there's no point in me taking them on the road. And I guess maybe this line is coming down because all the questionables for... I mean, De'Aaron Fox being questionable, I guess that's worth half a point and a possibility that he doesn't play. But what what inclines me to really just sit here and take the Pelicans on the road? They don't... What is it, 11 and 22 now? Sacramento, oh, sorry, Pelicans on the road against a spread, 12-20-1. They are 7-15-1 as road underdogs. And 11-22 and 22 straight up. Like. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Sacramento Kings as a home favorite, 17-7. and seven. I really, how many home games do they got left? 
All right, Kings. One, two, three, four. And then that's road five, six. Okay. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten home games left. I think there's a good chance that they're really just like trying to limp themselves into the play in and then just bring Zion back for the playing game. Oh, yeah, for the Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I think that if we just fade them on the road the rest of the season, we're going to come out on top. Like, I, I really am hard pressed because they're right there. It's not like that they're trying to chase. Like, they're right mm-hmm. there. They just got to hold serve. It's not like they got to do much. They don't have to go go on an eight-win win streak, five-game win streak or nothing. Just hold serve and live in live into the play-in. I, I'm really hard-pressed to think that this team does anything on the road, like really tries to do anything on the road. And then you have this Sacramento team that has everything to play for. They're playing for everything. They're playing to end a fucking 20-year drought or whatever it is. <laughs> like they yeah. have everything to play for for the rest of the season. They're playing for the coach Mike Brown, coach of the year. They're playing for uh DeAndre uh uh DeAndre Fox, clutch player of the year, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're playing for awards, they're playing for playoffs. They're playing to make sure that they stay one of these top 3 seeds because you got freaking uh, the sun's breathing down your neck. You got Golden State trying to breathe down your neck. You got uh Memphis who is falling. And so you can potentially be the two seed because you're not going to see Ja for at least this next game and probably yeah. games before that. Mm-hmm. Sacramento has a lot to still play for. And I think that there's you can see it in their style of play, whereas New Orleans just seems like they're limping. Like every time you watch them play, it just seems like they're limping to the playoffs and just trying to make the play in. I can't back a team like that on the road. I'm, I'm back on Sacramento. This is a rent spot for Sacramento as well. They got smacked when they went down to New Orleans 136-104. Uh, uh, in that game, so a little bit of revenge spot here for the um, Sacramento Kings, and that was a game they didn't have Brandon Ingram and Zion in that game, where they just had a great shooting night. Did the uh, mm-hmm. New Orleans Pelicans? So you know, the second game here uh, in their building in Sacramento, looking for some revenge here after they got beat up by thirty-two points, one thirty-six, one hundred four in a matchup in New Orleans. But yeah, I mean, you, I think you're you're hundred percent spot on about fading the Pelicans on the road so far, or failing. Fading them right now, and then when they get back home, maybe that's when they start getting some victories. Yeah, but, like if if half of the games are at home and half of the games on the road, you're yeah. sitting there just thinking to yourself, "All right, if we can hold serve at home, then if we drop a few games at the road, it'd be cool." But I don't know. I, especially if DeAndre Fox plays in this game, I'm just hard pressed to see the Kings losing this one. And this this line's short enough where I feel comfortable with a couple of free throws that they're able to cover this. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a opposite result in Sacramento where they win 136-104. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Falcons just they're not scoring right now, man. I think that's just gonna be their demise right now. Um uh for them right now. All right, so let's get over to the total here, Terrell. Uh that number is sitting at 237 right now. Any thoughts on that? It did open about 239, but now it's been bet down to 237. Um yeah, I think I'm going with the over and just because I think that a lot of the looks that the Kings are going to get in this game are going to be high percentage looks. If you look at their last five games, they are scoring 60.8 points inside the paint. That's second in the NBA. And that is a question mark for the 
New Orleans Pelicans, if you look at this New Orleans Pelicans and how they're this New Orleans Pelicans team and how they're constructed, they guard a lot better out on the perimeter. They really don't have those rim protector guys. Like they have big yeah. bodies down low, but not really rim protectors. And so I think that that's a good opportunity for Sabonis to have a really good game, a uh, really good opportunity for uh, Murray to go in and get himself some easy buckets on the inside instead of having to shoot a bunch of threes and trying to get his points on the outside of the perimeter for him to post somebody up. Uh, and be able to score in the post up or be able to get a nice look at the basket inside. So, yeah, I, I like that. I think I like the Kings team total over more yes, than the over for the say. game. Yeah, I agree about that. That was going to be the uh, the total look in this play was uh, Kings over team total. Number one offensive uh, rated team after the All-Star break, 129.4. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the Pelicans defensively, they are. Where are you, Pelicans? Um, number sixteen. So a little right, or a little below league average. But um, I just trust. Yeah, even without Fox here tonight, I still think that. Uh, like you mentioned, Sabonis should have a big night, especially if Valanciunas is not going to be able to go. He's officially questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, and against Sacramento, despite them being number one offensive rating, they're number thirty, dead last in uh, defensive rating over the um since the All Star break, I should say. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, full game over. If you want to go with uh, Kings team total over, I think uh, yeah, both of those plays uh, I uh, I agree with. Player props, Terrell. What are we looking at? Uh, I I kind of alluded to it. Points inside the paint for Sacramento Kings have been plentiful, and so I think that this could be a very good game for Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Be able his points prop is at twenty and a half. I think that he can go over in this game. Uh, Keegan Murray. 11 and a half. I think that I really, I'm really selling myself on Keegan Murray today. Like I really sold myself on Keegan Murray today. And just thinking that one, he's a really big, like he's a big, big, you know, he's not a small guy. And so got to think Herb Jones probably going to take on that matchup, maybe end up guarding him a little bit, probably uh, might end up on Harrison Barnes as well. But I'm just looking at those extra guys outside of Fox, outside of Sabonis. And Murray is a guy that I just kept gravitating towards all day today. It's only at 11 and a half. 15 is plus money. Mm. Okay. And so I I think I'm going to do like a little mini louder with Keegan Murray today and just say that Keegan Murray has a really good day where he's able to post guys up down low and just be able to get, you know, those buckets that he was getting at Iowa. You don't really get to see that in the NBA too, too much. One, because you have Fox and Sabonis and Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, your team. So you're really not the guy that they're looking to in that moment. But I think that this is a really good matchup for him where he can kind of get, he can kind of get those switches, get that matchup and get some easy buckets for himself. Yeah. I was looking at um, Kevin Herter, like you mentioned, he's had uh, 29, 18 and 20 over his last three games. Uh, but again, they've been all been very, very high scoring. Obviously, like I mentioned, Sacramento dead last in defensive rating. Harrison Barnes is another guy that has been pretty good for this Kings team. Uh, last three games, he's had 20 plus points, um, 20, 20, and 29. See his points prop right now at 15 and a half. So if you want to look at those two guys. But yeah, this should be a, a, a good matchup here tonight for the Kings going up against this Pelicans team. You have anything else for this game? Uh, no, no. Uh, I think I'm straight. Just going back to the Keegan Murray thing as well. He averages 13.1 points per game at home. So he's a lot better player at home than on the road where he had two points in his last matchup. So I think that this is a nice bounce back spot for him. Yep. 
Uh, all right. So before we get into our lock and dogs, let me tell everyone about our presenting sponsor, and that is going to be WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBets Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today, receive a special offer, bet 100, and get 100. Limited state availability, and of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the, hit the longest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me tell everyone about our, the newest sponsor again on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That is going to be Shady Rays. Look, summertime is coming up, guys. We're all going to need those sunglasses, whether you're going on vacation or, you know, you just need a new pair. It's, it's been a while since uh, you've bought yourself some new uh, sunglasses. And Shady Rays, the newest sponsor, they've got you covered. Uh, they're an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And like I mentioned, if they lose or if you lose or you break your pair, even on the day that you get them from Shady Rays, They'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back um, long after you make that purchase. And with Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. Today, they have donated over 20 million meals to Fighting Hunger with Feeding America. So not only are they making you look good, they're also doing um, a lot of great work by donating meals to the Feeding uh, America organization. So uh, definitely check them out right now. Go to ShadyRays.com, use promo code SGPN. You'll get 50% off if you order two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Again, 50% off using promo code SGPN when you buy two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. But it's only over at ShadyRays.com, promo code SGPN. Try for yourself, rated five stars by over 200,000 users. Again, ShadyRays.com, promo code SGPN. All right, Terrell, let's get into our lock and dog for this Monday schedule. I think we got to change the mojo a little bit because the last two Mondays I have not been very good with my pick. So I'll let, I'll lead it off here, and then you can close it out strong here for us. Um, for my lock here tonight, I think I'm going to go with a player prop. I really do like James Harden's matchup here tonight against the um, Pacers here tonight. He's been playing great basketball. See that number currently at 22 and a half for James Harden. Again, if both Tobias Harris and or BJ Tucker, more so defensively, but I think this game may just turn into a shootout as it has in the first two games between these two teams where Sixers have put up 120 plus points in both of the matchups, like I mentioned. Um, and again, James Harden in those two games, 29 points, 26 points. And over his last several games here, he's been playing really well uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's averaging 25.8 points over the last five games. And he's gone over this projection of 22 and a half in three straight games. Shooting the three ball well as well. Uh, addition out the assists like we talked about. So it should be a big game for James Harden tonight. I'll go over 22 and a half points for Harden. For my dog, give me the Atlanta Hawks plus three 
on uh, on the spread and of course on the money line here. That number currently over on win bet. It's at plus one twenty five. Talked about how Dejounte Murray and Trey Young just didn't play very good in that Saturday matchup where they combined zero of ten from three point land. I think they were like what five of twenty seven from the floor combined. So even if I get uh-huh. one of those to have a better game here tonight more so i think Dejounte murray i think you know terrell also mentioned that the link should give problems to the miami heat here tonight and we also throw out that tidbit by uh vegas insider guy joe osborne where they haven't covered in consecutive games in that second game after they have covered a previous game oh and seven against the spread so a lot of things pointing towards in atlanta's direction here tonight take the plus three plus 125 uh, and expect them to cut down that lead to half a game in that Southeast division against the Miami Heat. So lock James Harden over 22 and a half points. Dog, Atlanta Hawks plus 125 plus three um, against the Miami Heat. Terrell, what do you got? All right. I am trying not to go in the same game here, but I think I'm sticking to the same game for both of these picks. Um. Yeah, I think I am. Or I can just go and back the... No, matter of fact, I won't go stick to the same game because that's lame. All right, so for my lock, let me get a number on it so I can give out the proper number that I'm about to bet. I'm going to the Kings team total over against the Pelicans, just fading the Pelicans, fading that defense of the Pelicans on the road. Kings, like you said, one of the best offensive teams, not only after the All-Star break, but in for the entire season. And so I'm getting their team total tonight versus the Pelicans at 121 and a half. Slightly large, not enough for them. I'll take my chances. I like the Kings to get it done over 121 and a half. And for my dog, I mean, it doesn't happen often. But I like the matchup, and they have they've won here last year. So I'll take the Pel- not the Pelicans. I'll take the Raptors. Raptors two to one. I will take the Raptors two to one to get it done I'm on the money line. I like the six and a half. I like to see the line movement that I'm getting. I think that uh, Toronto can score with Denver today, just with because Denver again not guarding inside the paint. That's where Toronto likes to go to work. If I get a good Fred Van Fleet day then I'm probably not sweating this at all. If I don't get a good Fred Van Fleet day, I'm probably going to be right there for it. So almost just went back to back in this game and took the over and Toronto, but I'll just take Toronto two to one, but I do like that over. All right. That's going to, that, oh, those are our picks. Uh, so locks again, James Harden over 22 and a half for myself. Uh, lock for Terrell, uh, Sacramento Kings team total over 121. And then for our dogs, I'm going with the Atlanta Hawks plus 125, and then Terrell is taking the Raptors plus 200. I think uh, a, against- a money line round robin seems appropriate. Raptors, Hawks, Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm with it. I should, All right, make, that's, should I make the Pistons? My, what am I getting? Am I getting two to one on the Pistons too? Oh, uh, no, I'm not. I'm getting, close to it, but not as much. I'm getting plus 25. No, nah, I'll take the one. I'm greedy. I'll take the one. Even though I do like Pistons, I'll take the one that I'm getting more. A money line parlay of those three teams here tonight is plus eh, close to 18 to one. Okay. Not too bad. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for this Monday edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, Terrell, anything else we want to mention before we get out of here, my man? Uh, one, if you haven't, go like the video on YouTube. Appreciate, you know, that's that helps our algorithm, and that helps yes. us grow. 
and you know i'm trying to help grow our audience as well we be we be hitting the 60s you know we be hitting the 60s of people watching at the same time but when i be on the college experience they be in like 150 on saturday and i'd be like holy crap all of you guys love college basketball so now we gotta hurry up and try to go beat them so that's the next margin to uh get more listener listenership during the live stream uh than they do so we have that. We also have uh, two guys who really did want to fight for real this weekend. <laughs> and Luka Doncic. And, you know, Devin Booker has been a repeat offender, as we already know. He's really, like, he just wants to talk. And it's fine. It's fine. Kyrie told told him, literally said word for word, bro, you just want to talk. Like, that's it. Just go. You got the win. Just head on out. But Luka got in his face. And somehow they ended up laughing. I don't know how many times somebody has gotten in my face like that and I'm laughing at them, <laughs> but uh, they, they ended up laughing at each other. And so, you know, it is what it is. A little bit of front running going on by the Suns. Again, the Suns are about to go on the most like villainous streak ever. Like they're about to go through here and probably start running through the league. And unfortunately they can back up what they're saying, but they just choose not to say it till the end of the game when they're up two points. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. When they when Luca went up to him, they just started laughing at each other. I was like, that's when you know they really hate each other when they're laughing and then it gets really yeah. <laughs> No, Luca's gonna give them 50. <laughs> if they play in the playoffs, Luca's giving them a 50 piece. Like I'm yeah. fairly confident that he's giving them 50 the next time he sees them. That was the last matchup of the regular season, too, wasn't it? It was. Unfortunately, teams? it was. And so Damn. uh gotta hope for a four, five, three, six matchup. Because I really don't know how long the Mavericks are gonna make it if they don't turn around defensively. Like I really, really I'm hoping they turn it around, but I'm also like, uh, this looks really bad, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so hopefully yeah, we get that matchup in the playoffs. All right. Uh that's gonna do it again. Make sure to hit that like button for us. Like Terrell said, just helps us grow the show. Uh we'll be back tomorrow as usual for the NBA gambling podcast. Till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.